Today on The Verdict with Pastor John Monroe. Lesson number one, don't be judgmental. Lesson number two, do not be a hypocrite. And third, be discerning. May we, who are followers of Christ then, not be people of condemnation, not people of judgment, but people of love and compassion. That is the way of Christ. Welcome to The Verdict, featuring the Bible teaching of Pastor John Monroe. None of us like to be judged by others. Jesus taught, judge not that you be not judged. Of course, this is wise teaching from our Lord, but it's also teaching which can be misunderstood. So what's the context, and what does it mean, and what are the takeaways for followers of Jesus? Let's join Pastor John Monroe as he helps us to understand and introduces today's message. Don't you marvel at the teaching of the Lord in what we call the Sermon on the Mount? His teaching is the most powerful, the most penetrating ever heard, but at the same time, it's convicting, probing, and disturbing. Today we come to the verse where Jesus tells us, Judge not that you be not judged. None of us like being judged by others, yet we must admit that we do judge others, and sometimes quite unfairly on a very superficial basis. Here is a wise teaching from Jesus, but there's also teaching which can be misunderstood. As always, we must look at the context to see what the Lord is saying. We will see today not only what the verses mean, but also what they don't mean. Let's listen to the teaching of Jesus. Well, today I'm going to speak on America's favorite verse. No, it's not John 3.16. It's Matthew 7, verse 1. Judge not that you be not judged. Now, all of us have probably been judged by others, perhaps unfairly. We've been at the receiving end of those indulging in the favorite pastime of many of judging others. And in the days of social media, where everyone is an expert, we like to give our own ideas and pass judgment on all kinds of things. And so there's an abundance, particularly on social media, of vitriol, of hatred, of judgments being given. And can I say before we go any further, let me give you some principles from the Word of God as you would speak, as you would disagree with others, whether you're speaking to the person, or whether you're talking about the person behind their back, or whether you're putting something on social media. Remember this, as a follower of Jesus, everything you do is to be done in love. Whatever you say, whatever you post, is to be loving. And it's certainly to be truthful, because as followers of Jesus, we're committed to truth. Also, the Word of God tells us that as we speak, we're to give grace to those who hear. Do you do that? Are those posts of yours on social media bringing grace to those who hear? Are they written in the Spirit of our Lord Jesus Christ? Are they advancing the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ? Well, this morning we're going to hear directly from the lips of our Lord Jesus something about judgment. And so I want us, first of all, uh, to read the first six verses of Matthew 7. Our Lord Jesus says, Judge not that you be not judged. 
For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there's a log in your own eye, you hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. This is the word of God to us today from Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 6. First of all, in verses 1 and 2, Jesus is saying, don't be judgmental. Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use it, will be measured to you. Now, what do these verses mean? Well, this word judge, used by our Lord here, is a very interesting word. It can refer to making a technical legal decision, rendering a verdict, coming to a conclusion. And so Jesus is talking about someone who is judging someone in a very critical, harsh, censorious way. This person, can we say, is the fruit inspector whose speciality is locating and condemning the bad fruit. Uh, He seems to ignore the, the good fruit but he looks and finds something to criticize. He looks at the bad foot. If he's in a garden of flowers, beautiful flowers, invariably he looks at the weed. He points to the weed and he says how terrible it is that there is a weed in this garden. This individual's judgment is harsh, as I say. It is critical and it is condemning. And of course, when this individual does this, when we do it, we are self-righteous. We put ourselves in the position of a judge. What is Jesus saying? Do not be judgmental. Stop it. It's wrong. Whether you're saying it to someone, if you're talking behind their back, if you're posting it on social media, stop it. It's wrong. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Who are you to set yourself up as the judge? Paul says in Romans 14 verse 4, Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? You think you're better than an individual, and you're going to pass judgment on that brother or sister. And Paul is saying, and the Lord is saying, Who are you to do that? Are you the authority? Why is it that you think your views, your opinions matter more than anyone else? Who made you the arbiter in these circumstances? Why do you look down on others? You say, well, I really don't. Yes, you do. When you're judgmental, when I'm judgmental, I'm looking down on the other person. I think I'm superior to you if I'm acting in a judgmental way. And Jesus is saying, stop it. Don't do it. Judge not that you be not judged. Now, having said what the verses mean, let me tell you what they don't mean. Jesus is not saying that we should abandon our critical faculties. There are things which are right and there are things which are wrong, which are clearly stated in the Word of God. 
And yes, there is time to make a judgment. There's a difference between making a judgment and being judgmental. For example, we're going to see in two or three weeks, Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount, in verses 15 through 20 of Matthew 7, he refers to false prophets. And he says in verse 20, you will recognize them by their fruits. Uh, that's making a judgment. There are false people who are giving false teaching and Jesus is warning about them. And throughout the Word of God, there are warnings against false teaching. Uh, there's warnings against false prophets. Uh, there's warnings against sinful conduct. So from this pulpit, when I preach against false doctrine, when I preach against sinful conduct as defined by the Word of God, don't quote Matthew 7 verse 1 to me. That's not the context. That's not what Jesus is saying. When there is unrepentant sin in the Corinthian church, Paul said that that individual had to be removed from the fellowship of the church. He writes, is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge? 1 Corinthians 5 verse 12. He says in 1 Corinthians 6, when there are disputes between brothers in the church, they're not to go to the secular uh, law courts for judgment. They are to judge these matters themselves. So there's a time for judgments. Let's look at it another way. Millions of people, including myself, have said that what happened to George uh, Floyd was unjust, it was brutal, it was criminal, and obviously it was clearly wrong. That's making a judgment. Can someone in these circumstances say, oh, judge not that you be not judged? No, that's not what Jesus is saying. If that's what Jesus is saying, there would be no judgments in law courts. There would be no condemnation of moral wrongs such as racism or police brutality or looting. Our Lord Jesus says in John 7, verse 24, let me read it to you. Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Yes, there is a time to make a right judgment in accordance with the Word of God. So in terms of discrimination or racism, we can make a judgment because it is clear from Scripture uh, that God doesn't discriminate based on race or color, that there is one gospel, that there is one body of Christ. Now, what reason uh, does Jesus give in these verses, verses 1 and 2, for not being judgmental? Look again at verse 1. Judge not that you be not judged. Now just think of that. If you're judgmental, others will judge you. And certainly, every single one of us is accountable to God. He is the ultimate judge, and his judgment is perfect. And so whoever we are, each one of us on a future day is going to stand before the perfect judge. Now what kind of judgment do you want from God? But who are you, meantime, to judge other people? Uh, do you know their motives? When you say that person is proud, uh, when, uh, when you say that person 
It's bad. Do, do, you know the, do you know the motives? Do you, do you know all the circumstances? We don't know the reason why people do certain things. And often our assessment, our judgment of others is wrong. That's why it's very, very important when we disagree with someone, uh, someone who looks at things differently from us, that we learn to listen carefully, particularly to those with whom we disagree. Rather than making a snap judgment, uh, rather than making a statement based on your prejudice or your bias, take a step back. Judge not that you be not judged. Uh, Lee Kuan Yew was the former uh, prime minister in Singapore. He's a, he was a, a brilliant and a shrewd uh, politician. I remember one time he was being interviewed uh, on television and the interviewer uh, said to him about the qualities that go into being a successful politician. And the interviewer said, well, the, the, the good politician knows what way the wind is blowing. Uh, we see that with the polls. <laughs> and uh, the politician then follows uh, the way the wind is blowing. And Lee Kuan Yew said, well, you know, the bamboo sways in the wind. It doesn't break. It's very, very tall. Other trees may break in the wind, but the bamboo doesn't. And Lee Kuan Yew said, I, I, I understand that there are bamboos, in fact, which can move before the wind comes. And he said, the very good politician uh, is able to move in the direction of the wind even before the wind comes. A very shrewd politician. But this is what he said in the context of judging. He said, I cannot judge what he did because I did not have his information. Isn't that a wise statement? I cannot judge what he did because I did not have his information. Before you judge, be careful. Do you have all of the information? Do you have all the facts? Do you understand the situation? Before you make that snap judgment, Proverbs 18, verse 13, if one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. You quickly post that on social media, it's very destructive. Uh, you say it in anger, uh, you show your prejudice, and you've given an answer before you really have heard the issue. Proverbs 18, verse 17, the one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. In other words, uh, here's a situation and you want to make a judgment and you really only have listened to one side. You just listen to your friends. Uh, you make your judgment based on, on your own prejudices and desires and you, you haven't heard from the other side. You imagine a court where a judge only hears from one side. That's a very bad judge. No, don't do that. Judge not that you be not judged. You see, when you're judgmental, uh, you are, we are presuming that we know everything about the person. And we don't. The person that you're very harsh with may be in pain, may have come through a terrible situation. You may have seen them at their very worst moment. Uh, they, they may come from a horrible background. And there you are, passing a harsh judgment on them. You do not know the motivation. And remember that you'll be judged by God. Why is it, even in the Christian community, 
we are so apt, when we hear something negative about someone, we're so apt to believe the worst about that brother or sister. That's not right, is it? Love covers a multitude of sins. You know if you love someone. No, you don't excuse the wrongdoing, but you don't make a snap judgment. Judge not that you be not judged. Now look at verse two. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. That is, Jesus is saying, the standard by which you judge others will be the standard by which you're judged. Now that's fair, isn't it? If you've got high expectations of others, you can't complain when they hold you to that same high standard. If you've judged them based on a certain standard, who are you to complain when you're held to that same standard? It was the old proverb, those living in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Let me ask you this. In terms of dealing with others, do you want mercy or justice? We've been singing, we mean worshiping about God's mercy. And in terms of your dealing with others, particularly when there's disagreement, uh, particularly when you, you see things from a different perspective, do you want mercy or do you want judgment? You see, you're far more likely to receive mercy from others if you yourself have been merciful to them. Isn't that what Jesus said in one of the Beatitudes? Chapter 5, verse 7, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. That's it. Paul says in Romans 2, verse 1, In passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself. Yes. Here is an individual then. They love to condemn others. Uh, to listen to them, you think they were an angel just flown in from heaven. They're so self-righteous. They're always right. Their opinion is the most important in the room. And in that very convicting passage in Romans 2, I, I commend it to you. Paul is saying, don't be so fast. Judging and passing judgment on another, you are condemning yourself. In other words, it is reversed. On the other hand, if you are merciful to others, you're more likely to receive mercy. That's true, isn't it? So think of your dealing with others. Just think of it if you're an employee or if you're a boss or even in your home. With the measure you meet, it will be measured to you. Now I want to encourage fathers. But isn't it the case, men, that we are apt to be more critical, more harsh, more judgmental than our wives, than our mothers, than our sisters? I think that's true, isn't it? The dads out there, are you a harsh critic of your wife? I've met men who are, their, their wife can do nothing wrong and they pick, pick, pick. They're so much wonderful in their marriage, but they look at their wife and they, they condemn her, they find fault. Don't do that, don't do that. That's going to produce a very unhappy home. What about the way men you deal with your, your children? 
They're not perfect. Of course they're not. All have sinned, including your children. All mess up, all fail. What is your relationship with them? How do your children view you? Or do they see you as a, as a, as a just man, but a rather harsh man, uh, an enforcer of rules, rather than a man of love and of compassion and of kindness? That produces a good home. Because if you in your home are harsh and critical with your children, they are much more likely to be harsh and critical with their children. And if you're the kind of individual that had a dad that was very, very hard on you, that you could never please, that was very judgmental, you're apt to bring that into your marriage and into your home. This is so important, isn't it? Jesus is saying, don't be judgmental. James chapter 2, verse 13. Listen to this. For judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy. Mercy, don't you love this, triumphs over judgment. What do you want from your friends, from your family? Justice? Or I, want, I want mercy because I mess up sometimes. And certainly with God, if I get justice from God, I'm in hell because I'm a sinner. No, I don't want justice. Yes, God is a just God and has provided a way where his justice is maintained because what I deserve falls on his son, but I, through the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ, receive mercy because God is abundant in mercy. And in my relationships and in your relationships, surely in your family where you work, and certainly in the church, as we go out into our world, we don't want to be known as people who are censorious, as self-righteous Pharisees, as denouncing everyone in a harsh, critical way with some of these terrible postings on social media that Christians do and get caught up in all of the, the hate and the, and the violence and the prejudice that is characteristic of so much of our society. We're not to be like that, no. We're to be people of mercy, people of grace. You're listening to The Verdict with Pastor John Monroe and the first part of a lesson titled, Don't Judge Me. John will be back in just a moment. But remember, you can always find these messages and listen again online at theverdict.org. On our website, you can also get a copy of the free resource to go along with our current series. It's a helpful booklet by John called Life in the Kingdom, designed to give you practical guidance and insight into what it really means to follow Jesus. Through this encouraging guide, you'll gain an eternal perspective for day-to-day living as you go deeper into the teaching of Jesus. And right now, we're offering this booklet to our listeners absolutely free. So request your copy of Life in the Kingdom by mail or download when you visit our website at theverdict.org. And if you're looking for ways to expand your influence for the gospel, we encourage you to consider partnering with us to play a critical role in this radio ministry by making a donation of any amount. With your financial gift, you'll be joining our efforts to bring the truth of God's Word into new communities across the globe. We've made it quick and easy to give through our website. Simply go to theverdict.org or call us at 833-551-2231. 
And by the way, you're also invited to join us for Sunday morning worship here at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina, home of The Verdict. Join us in person or via live stream. For more details, just go to theverdict.org. Now, here's John. Well, what's your verdict? Have you judged anyone today or this week? Have you had instances where some person's judgment of you or even a group of people judging you has been tremendously painful? Don't be judgmental and certainly don't be hypocritical. But next time we will see that while we're not to be judgmental, we are required to be discerning. There are times when some type of judgment is necessary and not to make that judgment is being naive. I know you'll want to join me as we continue listening to Jesus. Thanks for joining us today on The Verdict. I'm Michelle Davies. Today's program with Pastor John Monroe was produced and sponsored by Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina.